Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome, Janet Beckers here from Romance Your Tribe Radio, and I'm really excited to introduce you to a beautiful friend of mine, Marie Forfa. How are you, gorgeous? Hi, how are you going? I'm so excited to be here today. I am too. Now, I'll just tell you why I've actually invited Marie today before we get stuck into everything. Now, Marie and I, we met, it was quite a few years ago, wasn't it, at a, um, a three-day event on, from Kate Engler, another mutual friend, on, um, on, on, pre, on, on, public, on pre PR, wasn't it, on publicity. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you just meet people and there's something about their energy that you just go, I know we're going to be friends, you know, that um, yeah, <laughs> Marie, Marie had that beautiful energy about us. So at that time, though, you were with um, your, your, your business that you're in with your husband, which is a doctor's collective, a few around doctors, isn't it? Yeah, well, we have a couple of businesses. That one was actually past Gamsat, but we also run the Doctors Collective. So yes, we yeah. and we're still running both, but um, that's right. where, where our focus was back then. Yeah, very much so. And the the thing with that one there is that's you are a you're a huge part of that business, but it wasn't necessarily your passion, your baby. And so since then, we've kind of you know tra you know kept eyes on each other, but we haven't really connected a lot and so it was so lovely just last week to get this call from you saying let's just catch up about what you're doing and I was so excited to see your passion you know you now focusing on you know we've got that business going super duper well now this is going to be my passion my strengths and I'm I just love seeing that you know when you've got somebody that you can now now, now I go now I get it. Now I get why our energy really connected. So um, that's why I have invited Marie along today. So um, Marie, what we're going to be talking about today is around intuition. So if you can kind of give, an, a, give us a really sort of simple outcome of what we'll be talking about today. And then I just want to, before we get stuck into it, I just want to backtrack a little bit so people get to know why you're talking about this. So first of all, what's going to be the big things that we're going to be doing today? The big thing is we're really going to focus on what is intuition and how does it work? Not from a, oh, I just kind of feel like I have a gut feeling, but what is the process behind it? Because once you understand it, you can understand where your decisions are coming from and is it fear? Is it a gut feeling? And what is it? your body is telling you and how do you take the next steps yeah i really i love this topic because this is a thing that i find quite often with clients who especially clients who are really in tune with their spirituality who um who really trust their intuition is sometimes they will say you know i'm getting a message that i shouldn't do this and it's really nice for us to be able to dive into this in a logical way as well as a woo-woo way because sometimes it's fear mm -hmm. and you can be getting them mixed yeah. up. You really can be getting them mixed up. So I'm yeah. really excited to be approaching this logically and scientifically as well as 
like just totally embracing the whole woo-woo. That's kind of summing up my whole, <laughs> that's my happy place, the cross between science and so, um So before we dive into that, so everybody that's here, really just, just get ready to take some notes because I'm expecting today that there's going to be some, some really big ahas and possibly a little bit of challenging for you. So be open to that, okay? Now, before we do, just let me just tell, you know, introduce yourself, um, Marie, but in terms of like, why this? Why now? And really, who the hell are you to be teaching this anyway? <laughs> who the hell is anyone to be teaching it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, um, I have a bit of, uh, an interesting story because um, you're very right in your introduction saying that, um, you know, I, I've been working for many years as an entrepreneur. My husband and I work together very closely and we've built multiple successful businesses. Probably the, the most noteworthy is past GAMSAT, helping pre-med students become doctors and then the Doctors Collective, helping doctors really become business people. And when our first kind of business really took off past GAMSAT, I, I got to a point where everything was going so well and had a bit of a like a what could be termed as like a million dollar meltdown you know like when your business goes so well so quickly and almost unexpectedly although you know obviously it takes a lot of work yeah. you go oh, shit now I've reached my goal now I've reached my dream now I don't have a dream now what <laughs> uh, the tyranny of the achieved goal right yeah and yeah. so my husband and we were like traveling six months of the year, um, had this incredible business. We were literally changing lives. We were, we were making doctors, or we don't make them, but we helped them become the doctors yeah. they were destined to be. Um, and we were just ticking all these boxes and there was still something missing. There's still this feeling of there's something missing in my life. And that's when I really connected to the spiritual work and the spiritual side because it was like, I've always known that I was a medium. I've always known energetically, but it just wasn't really accepted um, and not something, you know, that was necessarily embraced in my community or the people that I was in. And I was very so deep, like, focused on the goals and hitting the business stuff. And yeah. that was about 2014 when I really started learning, when I started wow. learning about intuition, about energy, about the universe, about all of these woo-woo things. Um, so it was very much like what you were saying, the mix between having like a very practical, pragmatic, business orientated mind and then going, oh, there's all these other things that I've been using and they actually go together mm. really well. Yeah. And I need, I, I needed the backup of almost science and research to be able to allow me to get into that. And that's kind of where I am now. And that's what I, I help people to understand. Yeah, the thing, there's a couple of things that really, really stood out to me in what you were saying there. First of all, that whole thing of a lot of times people will see that you're either incredibly goal-driven, focused, action, or you're at the other end of the spectrum where you're kind of, your feet aren't on the ground, you can be, you know, head in the clouds type thing, totally woo-woo, very dreamy, and action is almost like you know not something that you associate with people in that way so the thing that i love that you've said here is and we'll, we'll dive in a little bit deeper when you say that 
you know, I've, I've always been a medium. So we will dive into that a little bit because I know a lot of people are going to think, what is that? But before we do, is I love what you've just done there, that you've actually been able to debunk that stereotype to start with, that you can that you can only be one or the other. You're actually showing, well, actually, you can be both. It's just that the other thing that I really picked up there was, and, and people who are, who are listening here or, or watching us, if you're here watching the video, is you may be finding yourself having that same pull of, you know, here is the practical entrepreneurial, be successful, be goal-driven, be action, numbers, all of that sort of stuff. But you may be feeling this pull towards the more spiritual side that you may be rejecting. Um, and and, and like the big thing that you were talking yeah. about is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I know for me that was for a long time as well, is... But it really can be very, very difficult if you are surrounded by a community that does not even acknowledge that the spiritual side may even be valid. And I, and this may be me stereotyping, but I have got a background working in health is the doctors and, you know, the doctors um, community is very, very much um, around, you know, you have to be able to prove it. Where is the evidence? Show me the studies. Where is the science? And if you can't prove it, show me the science. Well, I'm sorry, we're not really going to support you on that. So a lot of people may be, you may be finding yourself in an environment that makes it so you really, really have to have a lot of bravery to stand up and say, you know what? I'm kind of in both camps here. So if, if people are listening and you can relate to that, I would love it if you would give us some feedback. So either leave some comments wherever you are here for that and also come and hunt down Marie later on. You know, we'll show you how to do that so that you can go get your sister. Um, so I'd like to acknowledge that courage, actually, that in the face of you know, the norm of your successful group and the people who you work with, that you are willing to put your hand up and say, hey, I'm doing things a bit differently. Um, yeah, it does. It takes guts. It really does take guts. Um, now, let's, if we can just dive in just a little bit. When you said that you've always been a medium, but you had to then go and do the research so that you could communicate that and also validate it for yourself as well can you just describe what do you mean by medium and then we'll look then we're going to start diving into the science so you can share what you found for people cool well a medium to me in the most literal term is a communicator and for me being a medium means that I'm able to communicate things now be that in a interview with you be that in front of a I've spoken in front of 2,000 people before. I've spoken to small inter intimate groups of five. Um, and I also am able to communicate with energy. And so it, basically from a physical perspective, we're all made of energy. You're made of energy. The table's made of energy. Like clouds are made of energy. Water's energy. Like literally everything's energy. Mm. And when I say I've always been a medium, I say that in so many camps. I've always been a communicator. I was you know, at uni and I was loving, like if there was an assessment, that was about talking and giving a presentation. I was like, yes. And everyone else was like, oh, we hate that. Right. <laughs> um, or I love cooking, right? I love 
writing blog articles and writing, you know, whatever it is, writing. I love singing. I love, I'm not saying I'm a good singer. I just love doing it. Yeah. Um, and I also love having the ability to feel, and that's what communicating really is. You, you're able to show your point of view, show your feelings, give across a message to somebody. And I feel like I've always had the ability to feel energy um, and feel that and be able to maybe interpret it in a, in a way that some people can't. Um, right. Particularly from, I know that lots of people work on the chakra systems or energy systems. Um, that for me has been just something I just have always been able to do. And I didn't realize it was something that some people needed to learn a little bit more or learn how to really focus in and do it. Um, right. Does that make sense? Am I explaining myself? That is a really, really different description than I have ever heard of what does it mean to be a medium? Um, because I was expecting you to be able to say, well, I, you know, I, I can tap in and I can hear the voices or I have a feeling or I have an emotion that goes and I'm getting messages from people who've passed to people who are here. That's always been my interpretation of what a medium is, but yours is, that's I a can very do that too. <laughs> I can right. do that too. To me, the, the difference between what you're saying and what I'm saying is that for most people, a medium is only somebody that can speak to the dead, right? And right. to me, someone that's passed over is, is just a different energetic form. So it's just someone who's energetically on a different plane or, or in a different space and we can't see them. Right. However, what, what I believe in the way that I, and I feel like I really need to take ownership of that word because being a medium is so much more than that. Being a medium uh, is not just being able to see dead Uncle Fred over there, but if you choose being able to communicate a message to somebody, because it doesn't matter if I can see another energetic form or whatever it is, if you cannot relay that to the other person in a way that they can hear the message, then what's the point? Yeah. The, the pragmatic side of me. You've got to be able to communicate that. And I think that everybody can do this. this I don't think it's a special power that I have that, you know, is magically bestowed upon me. Um, I feel like this is something, and this is, Part of the work that I'm doing that everybody can tap into being a better communicator can be able to understand for example intuition how that works and how they can make better decisions from that place um, that to me what a me is what a medium is not just a psychic medium but a wow person oh that is a really interesting way of looking at it and and for, for people who are listening here did some of those things that Marie described then, were you thinking, yeah, yeah, that was me, that was me, that's me. Like when you were describing even down to the singing, I'm thinking, yeah, I've got, I've had singing lessons and I'm pretty crap, but I don't care. I just enjoy, <laughs> I just enjoy singing, you know. Um, but yeah. from that whole thing of the communicating to being able to sometimes feel the energy of the other people, but then be able to put that communicating it is a really different way of, of putting that there. And I like how you just say in a very offhand way, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I get the communication from people who passed over. That's, yeah, that's, I just do that. <laughs> like how you just kind of trivialise <laughs> that almost as if, you know, it's just a, another sense of energy, another communication. <laughs> that is just all on the same spectrum. It is. 
that's yeah it really is though it is no more special than what someone in the physical plane needs to say to you right in terms of i know that a lot of people miss loved ones and and i do have a lot of empathy for that but i think that everybody has this ability um and you know it's how how far down the rabbit hole do you really want to go is the question yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's really interesting and look i could talk about this particular part of it for ages but we won't because this will become all anecdotal where i'll start i know i know when we we talked for way longer than we intended to when we were um, first connecting because you know i was some sharing some stories of some kind of freaky experiences that i had had that totally made me go whoa like how how did that happen um that i just love that you've just owned it and embraced it it's very um you know it's incredibly um normalizing which i really like really like um so thank you before we just now dip over into we're going to share some of the science so that people can understand how does this work i'm just really curious about um because this is this is a new business for you isn't it it's a new venture yes so yeah who is it that you are with your new you know you've talked about communication so who is it that you're really loving to work with when it comes to communicating helping them to communicate I love working with women who are entrepreneurs, mostly because I can connect with them very well and I have, we have to share experiences. And I love working with women who have felt like they have felt like there's something missing and right. they know that there's something missing but they don't know how to find it and they don't know how to really tap into what it is that's missing and and really where to start with it, I often find that that means that maybe they've read a book, like maybe you've read Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, for example, and you've gone, I've read this book, I get it, I understand it, how the hell do I implement this in my life? Right. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a spiritual, maybe you've read Louise Hay, or you've read something, and it's just, you've just gone, oh, okay, there's, there's more to this, what do I do? Yeah, um, and that's who I love working with because they're very open to the um, the pragmatic side, and they're also very open to the kind of let's call it the energetic side, yeah. the spiritual side. Yeah, cool. That's excellent. So, all right. So now let's dive into our teaching part here. So everybody, get your pens out. So we're <laughs> we're going to be looking at intuition and how to be able to know if if you're you how to use your intuition and how to how to be able to tell if it actually is intuition or if we're looking at fear here so i'm going to kind of hand over the structure of how we we're going to be talking about this over to you marie um and i'll just interject <laughs> perfect perfect well, you, with intuition, I feel like we sometimes need to take a couple of steps back and start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it's not a thousand steps back, but just a couple of steps back. And I want to start with a very normal thing for entrepreneurs. I'm sure you've seen like lots of images of a iceberg underwater. Yeah. And at the top of the water is just that little bit of iceberg and all the actual main chunky bits are underneath right yeah and I want you to hold that image in your mind when I'm going through all of this because that image is a basic metaphor 
for the way that our brain and our intuition really works. Excellent. So the top of kind of uh, iceberg, yeah. we will call our conscious mind. Yep. And that's about 10% or so. And, um, you know, these, these figures are, are rough because we want to make, make it easy to understand, basically. Um, but about 10% of our mind is really our conscious mind. And that's where all our thinking happens. And everybody's very well aware. We're using our conscious mind right now to, to yeah. talk to each other. Yeah. Just underneath the surface is the main chunk of the iceberg. And that is the subconscious mind. And that takes about 60% of the space in the mind, if you, if you can say it okay. that way. You yeah. know, 60% of our processing and what we're thinking and, and our beliefs and all of that stuff come from the subconscious mind. Now, right at the bottom, so if we have the iceberg and then the big chunky bit, and then at the bottom, the last 30% is actually the unconscious mind. And right. this is like okay. the processing now, most people just talk about the conscious and the, and the, and the subconscious. Yeah, yeah. But the unconscious is actually really important as well because this is where we're actually, we live from our unconscious place. Like right. we don't think about our heart beating. Our heart just beats. Right. Now, if we just go back to this metaphor, I'll, uh, and maybe we can start at the bottom. Now we're talking about the unconscious mind. Yeah. Its job is to keep you alive. Okay. Literally. Heart beating, blood pumping through me, the unconscious mind, it's all about keeping us alive. And the easiest way to really think about that is instinct. It's the instinctual things that we do and it's the reactions. So, for example, if, if someone throws something at my face, I'm instinctually just going to go, ah! <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> hands up in front of the face and protect my face. That oh. is not something that I think about. Um, it's not even really unconscious. That is so subconscious, it's really unconscious. It just, I don't mean to, but my hand goes. Yeah, down. excellent. The subconscious, so just one layer up that middle of the iceberg, that's where your intuition lives. That right. is the bit that is communicating to us. And the conscious bit, and we're going to come back to that intuition bit, but the conscious bit is really where the insight happens. So this is where we start to form ideas and we can start to communicate them. And the insight, the 10% bit, is really important because this is what is what we're focusing on right now. Yeah. Now, with the subconscious and the intuition, it's really important to know that this is where the bulk of our beliefs and our behaviours come from. And we use our conscious mind to kind of delve in and, and kind of, it goes both ways, conscious and subconscious, they communicate with each other at a certain point in time, depending on what the circumstance is, mostly through our senses. So you've got eyes, nose, mouth, ears, touch. Yeah. Right? Cool. Five senses. Yep. And what's happening right now, you might be driving. So you're listening to this podcast and you're driving. I often drive with podcasts on. And you're feeling the steering wheel. You might have taken a sip of Coke or a sip of water. Um, you're focusing your eyes on the road. You're paying attention to that. You're listening to me and Janet. All of these things are happening. But realistically, you, you can't take in all of that information at once and be able to process it in the conscious mind. So all of the information is coming as you're driving, like the ad on the side of the road. You may not be actually consciously looking at it but it's going straight into your subconscious mind 
right. and your subconscious mind then uses the processing to send up to the conscious mind what's important. So if the, if the person in front of you slams on the brake, then your, your subconscious mind's like, go, conscious mind. And you're like, ah, you slam on the brake, right? Yeah. So the processing doesn't always happen in the conscious mind. It ca- happens in the subconscious and it sends up the important um, bits or the bit data that your conscious mind needs to really focus on. That's why when you slam on the brakes, you're not paying attention to the ad on the side of the road, the big billboard. Yeah. Have no idea what's on it because it's down in the subconscious and it's not actually being brought up as the important thing to focus on. Mm. Okay. Now, what often happens is when there is the, the intuition or the subconscious kind of talking to you, often it comes up in ways that the subconscious doesn't talk in words. It doesn't go, Marie, you need to do blah, blah. It usually comes up in a way of a feeling or a a different way of being able to communicate with you. So you tell me, Janet, when you feel like uh, your intuition is speaking with you, how are some of the things that you really feel like it's communicating with you? Uh, with me, I always think about that that term of trust your gut when, you know, it's, I mean, that's been a term that's been around for ages, but for me, it is very, very much a, a, a an actual real thing. So I will be, quite often I will feel in my gut or in my solar plexus something that is either like a tightness. Um, so there, there can be that. That's especially if something's wrong. If I'm feeling like there's something that's not quite right in the situation, that doesn't work. Um, otherwise, it will also tend to be I will have um, – I'm a person that can flip between daydream mode and on point let's go mode like really, really quickly. But I do think my default is daydream. And so I will find quite often I'll go into a daydream mode really quite quickly in a time when I shouldn't be. So for me, that's kind of like – well, why have you gone into daydream? What's happening in there? Just listen. So for me, it's in two places. So what I'm hearing you say is that that's really a feeling that you get. It's yeah. a feeling in your gut, a physical feeling, or a lot of people describe it as butterflies, um, particularly when it's fear. Um, I can give you an example of when I met my husband. Um, we had literally just met like a day or two before, and I, I remember... Um, going up in a lift with him and I turned around and I felt it was like a lightning had flat had struck me I was like what the hell and I didn't actually understand energetically what that was or how that was my kind of intuition speaking to me and he actually at a different time had exactly the same feeling which I think is very interesting that's that whole bolt of lightning (laughs) isn't it you know it (laughs) It was my true love (laughs) Yeah, I didn't understand at that time that that was really energetically was the intuition talking to me. And that was all the subconscious and like all of it was happening. But I, what is really important is that you need to understand that when the intuition is talking to you, the language that it speaks to you in. So I often find, and if people are writing notes, um, actually writing down instances where you felt like you've had this information coming to you, what was the actual feeling for you specifically? Because it's going to be different for everybody. But the feeling is really important. Now, to go to the next step, 
we've got three layers. We have the conscious, the subconscious, the unconscious. We've got the insight, the intuition, the instinct. The next way that this really applies is really from the brain being the conscious. So, so the processing that happens in your brain is really insight and that is where those aha moments come from. You go, ah, I get it. I know you've told me seven times that this and this can marry together, but now my brain has actually pieced it together. Right. The intuition area and when it's a feeling of yes and a positive, for most people that comes from that heart space. Yeah. And that subconscious. Communication generally comes from that heart space. Now, the interesting thing for most people is that the unconscious, the instinct, generally comes from that gut place. So you when you're going, oh, I got that either from the solar plexus or the gut, when it's like, when it's something bad, it's from there. And that's generally where the nose come from and the fear comes from. Right. So when people say to me, oh, just got this gut feeling, I can almost immediately know that they are coming from that place of fear. They're coming from that instinct place and your instinct is there to keep you alive. It's not there to help you grow. I'm going to repeat that. Your instinct is there to keep you alive. It is not there to help you grow. Because right. that is so important when looking at intuition to go, is this my instinct talking? Is this my gut talking? Is this the voice of fear? Is this the voice of no? Or is this my intuition? Is this my heart space? Is this the space of yes? Is this the voice of love? What is it? Is this the voice of growth? And where is it, not just physically, but what sort of communication is that with you? Is that all making sense? Yeah. Now, I just want to clarify something here because this is sort of diving into um, something that I see quite often with people who I'm working with and we all, and, and also mm -hmm. in myself, of course, is, you know, what you talked about there is if it's coming from gut, it's in the unconscious, it's in fear. When people quite often will go, you know, I'm getting the message. Um, and these will quite often will be people who, you know, are feeling that they have, a, you know, that they have um, a, a, like a median type strength. Um, that a medium, not as in average, <laughs> medium as in your definition <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> we going, well, I'm getting the message from my guides or my angels or whatever they call it that this is a no. Um, but if they're actually, if I was to say to them, I want you to ask yourself, are you getting that message from the gut or are you getting that message from the heart? If they're saying it's coming from the gut, is it very likely that it may not actually be an intuition? It may actually be a fear that they have got. So, absolutely. If, uh, what I would actually suggest is you actually change how you ask the question. So instead of saying, is it from the gut or is it from the heart and giving them almost like two options. Yeah. What I would be looking at is saying to the client or to the, the person that you're speaking to, even if it's not a client, let's actually not go to the gut, but let's actually live in this space of the heart and let's focus and open up that heart energy and that heart space. And a really simple way to do that is to go, okay, let's imagine right in the center of your chest, a beautiful green ball of light and really opening that light up, not so that you're stretching it out, but so that it grows in energy and increasing that energy so much that it fills your whole body, that it fills the whole room, maybe that it fills the whole suburb. 
depending on how much you really want to open that up mm -hmm. and then start to make the decision from that place and from that place the decision can still be no but you know that that is not their fear but they're actually opening up from their heart center oh look this makes so much sense to me and i'll and i'll i'll tell you why i'm this is kind of like a really lovely missing piece in something that i challenge myself to do every single day and it's actually so core to what I do with my clients that I get them to fill out a contract at the beginning of us working together, not with me, but with themselves. And I call it the scare sighted contract. And because what I find is that time of growth, when you talked about this survival and then there's growth is, and that the fear is not that survival. But, you know, tapping into that intuition, if it is a yes place, is growth, is what I call scare cider, which is kind of just a word I made up. But then when I Googled it, other people have obviously come up with the same I think, is a lot of times you will be coming, there will be something happening in your business when you're going like, this really scares the crap out of me. Mainly because I'm going to have to push myself seriously out of my comfort zone to do this. Like I've lost track of how many times I've had to do that, but the conscious decision I made was actually sitting in the back row of a multi-speaker event where everybody had been getting up on stage, sharing their stories of, I used to live in a ruled up newspaper in the middle of the road and now everything's good. And I realized that the big thing that was different was they had all stepped into fear. And that was the thing. So I made a decision then that if I felt that fear, that I was gonna step into it and challenge myself. And that really the, um, the I was gonna step into that feeling of scare sighted, like find the excitement in it. And I've actually found, for me scare sighted is, I feel the fear, but I'm gonna trust myself here. And I'm gonna back myself and I'm gonna step into the excited. And I'll say, you'll know when you're scare sighted because you're gonna feel that mixture of the fear but anticipation and enjoy that goes with it. So I actually get people at the very beginning saying, I want you to step, sign a contract with yourself here. And it actually tells me if they've signed it, I can see it in the back end of our software to say, I, I promise to myself when I feel, when I feel the fear, I'm going to step into scare sighted. So what you've described here is an actual method to step to just to discover, is this, you know, is this a fear? that I'm just holding myself back in, or is this challenging me? And how to get into that scare-sided zone. I just love it, that that strategy that you just gave, that exercise of stepping into the heart and then making the decision from there is so powerful. Like it's it sounds simple. It's so powerful. And for some people they may go woo-woo, but I've seen this work, not just with myself, but with my clients. I've just never had somebody describe it such a logical way. Um, so thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm, my challenge to everybody listening here is, you know, embrace the scare sided. That is a great exercise to do. So as you said, you can say no from that point, but you know you're doing it. And you can, and it's a choice. And this is where I think, you know, making decisions from this place of understanding you know, what is my conscious mind just overtaking? What is my subconscious mind saying? And what is my unconscious mind trying to overtake as well? That's where you can start to make the decisions from a place of strength because mm. 
I've run multiple businesses. It's bloody scary. It yes. is. Like I have yes. so many times been like, what the hell are we going to do in this situation? Like hmm. how is I like, I cannot see a way right now and being able to go, do you know what? I can live in this place of fear or I can move forward in this place of what you're describing, scare sighted <laughs> and doing that from that place is makes just makes life easier. And it makes it, Below, in a way where you can see the joy, the abundance, the gratitude. Because if you live in this fear place, it's not a fun place to be. Life will no. still keep moving. It's just not fun. It's just yeah. not exciting. Yeah. And you know what? That's that is such a really great point for you to make. That you can still life doesn't stop because you have given into the fear. Yeah. Like it doesn't stop because you're going. I'm scared I'm not going to take that action because some actions are going to happen anyway. Um, so I love that distinction of this is how you get into flow because um, that's a point that a lot of people are saying, you know, you know when you're in flow, but how do you actually create it? So would, that, would you, to get into that state of flow, would that exercise that you gave uh, with the Absolutely. heart light? Yeah. There's lots of yeah, I mean, that's one very simple, quick, easy way. You can do it in five seconds mm. and it's probably the easiest way to start. Um, there are heaps of other ways that you can do that energetically, um, also from a physical and a mental. Like I really work with my um, clients by going, here's the physical, here's the mental, here's the spiritual. And it's like it's a, a table and it's got three legs. Right. And if any one of them is shorter than the others, you're always going to feel a little bit wobbly. So I think you can dive into all the woo-woo stuff and just focus on the spiritual and that's really ungrounded spirituality. But what I think is also very important is that we get the mental mindset stuff working and the physical tools. Like if you're building a business, for example, with you, you're building businesses with people, helping them build their own, I should say, then they need to have the things to do. They need to understand marketing and sales and, you know, there's so many other things without that physical stuff. None, none of the spiritual stuff is going to bring you to have abundance in your business if you don't know that. So mm. all three are just are as important as the other. Mm. And it's only, I think, once you really excel in one area that sometimes you can see that the table is really unbalanced. Yeah. Um, I love that. And it is, this is actually a, a, one of the lovely things that's come from our discussion is, um, is we, I do quite a bit of mindset stuff as well as the really practical stuff with my members. But a lot of that sort of that extra level that you've been talking about, that understanding intuition and working within that, that spiritual side, that third leg that you've talked about has been, we've got little bits of it, but nothing that is a concrete thing for people to follow. So that's actually one of the things that Marie's gonna be doing is um, for our members is actually creating an expanded training on this so that the members that are in our program can actually have that to go to to help them to make those decisions because as you said you know business is scary like it's if you want to have any kind of personal development accelerated program uh, data business <laughs> because you are diving yeah. straight yeah. into every fear that you can ever have is going to come yeah. up through your time in business and it's not as if it's only going to be for the first year or so and then you're sitting pretty it's it's going to happen which is why I love it. No, I'm 10 years in. It's still, it's still terrifying. It's still 
scare-sided. That's what it is. It's still mm. scare-sided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, living on the edge, baby. <laughs> so I've just, I've, I've loved this, um, you know, how you've really made it clear with your, um, I love that you've given that distinction of if it's coming from the gut, that that is, you know, that's usually the unconscious and that's the fear. So making those decisions from the heart. Um, it's it's just a really beautiful distinction. So thank you so much for sharing that. For me, that was an aha. I would love to hear from everybody that's listening here. Is that an aha for you? Does that make sense? Um, and what are you doing with it? That's the most important thing. So let's just move on now to something that people can do this week. So what would be a challenge that people can do this week to start to explore and feel more confident stepping in to trusting their intuition and knowing it's intuition, not fear. Yeah, I think the first step is always going to be identifying how your intuition is currently communicating with you. So is it that gut feeling? Is it like with me and my husband, Tom, that lightning bolt? If for me, I get, I, um, my intuition speaks through feelings. I don't see images. I don't hear things. I, don't, I can't physically speak to the dead, but I can get feelings. Right. And once I started to work on what those feelings were and what they meant and just starting to decipher the language that my kind of subconscious or my intuition or my heart was speaking with, then that allowed me to communicate better. Yeah, that's that's a really good point to start because the thing that's that I can see here that requires mastery, and that's why I guess people would work with somebody like you, is... There, you've got the interpretation that you've got at that very top level. You know, you're getting all these messages that are coming from your subconscious. You've got to learn to communicate it so you can do something with that, even if it's communicating it to yourself. So that's that then becomes the mastery of being able to do that well, I'm imagining. So that's a really first, really good step is be start learning the language of what your subconscious is saying yeah. to you. How does it, how does it communicate to you? Is um, That's really powerful. Um, so thank you so much, Marie. Is there anything that I've forgotten to ask that um, <laughs> that, we, that we should be finishing with before we tell people how they can find out more? Well, look, we could talk for hours, you and I. We really, we have no problems talking, but yeah. I think that really the focus on knowing kind of the three pillars or the three legs of the table and having that ability to go, okay, where am I really physically within my business, within my life, really strong in the physical bit? Where am I strong in the mental bit? Where am I strong with the spiritual side? And if there is anything missing there, kind of understanding where the table's a little bit wobbly, I think is also the next step to going, that's my growth area. Because what took you to where you are right now is not going to take you to the next level. So if you're looking at what's my next level, where's my growth area? Okay. I have a fantastic business, but, and I know my mindset's great or I'm really spiritual and I have a great mindset, but my business sucks or, you know, it could be in any area. Just Mm. identifying that is, it's really key to growth. Yeah. I love it. That is a great way to finish. And um, so if people would like to find out more, connect with you, Marie, how can they do that? Awesome. You can jump to my website, which is Marie Forfa, M-A-R-E-F-O-R-F-A.com. Marie uh, is, is spelt Mare, which is my traditional Macedonian name. Um, or they can find me on the socials on 
Instagram, Facebook, um, drop me a line. I, I'd love to hear feedback from people and, yeah. and fantastic stories of them using intuition. I love hearing that. Yeah. And you know what, that is, you know, that is one of the best things that if you're listening to this interview today, I mean, I mean, I, I do these podcasts because I just love community. I love the stories. I love just learning from people like Marie um, is, you know, but one of the best things is to be able to come and give some feedback, you know, and so, you know, just go and share stories, go and share stories with Marie is such a wonderful way to give her feedback for the time that she spent today. So go and do that. Just go and share those stories and come and share them with me too. I really, really love those. If you are watching this over on the blog post, if you look, if you come over to romantiatribe.com to the podcast area, um, you'll see all the blog posts there. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes or something, you will see um, that there is a link there to go to that page anyway. Now, on there, apart from seeing the video and seeing us here in person, is um, Marie's going to send me through an infographic that we're going to put on that page. So it kind of summarizes all of this in one go for you. So that's a super cool gift. Thank you for that. Because go and get that and, you know, save it, print it off, whatever it's going to help you to keep that, um, keep that in mind for you. So thank you so much for that, Marie. Um, thank you, everybody, for taking the time to be here. I can't wait to hear your stories and um yeah and embrace the scarce sighted and just do it so thank you so much for your time marie and bye everybody it's janet here thanks for joining me on romance your tribe radio hey you heard our voices today but do you want to see what we really look like you can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there and if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.